it just built a really hard system just in our home alone, where my mother wasn't able to learn about how to manage her finances or even make money in this country. And then eventually she was able to divorce him. And then she was still learning a new language, then learning a new system, which is how to work in the US, how to find jobs. And so then she had to really hustle and train herself and do a lot of different jobs from housekeeping to eventually she became a massage therapist. You are listening to the Say Hola Well podcast, a show dedicated to help stigmatize the idea of wanting more money. More money, more options for you and your family to become financially free. I am your host, Lucy King, Latina wealth coach on a mission to help you create generational wealth through entrepreneurship and stock market investing. In 2019, I left my dream job that looked amazing on paper because I was severely underpaid and overworked. Through that process of reinventing myself, I put myself back in school and I learned about investing and well-building by accident. I was also denied access to financial advice because I didn't have $100,000 to start investing. I was looking for a Latina wealth coach who was talking about money through a holistic lens. Someone who I could relate to and I couldn't find her. So on this show, I'm going to teach you the strategies, the mindset, and everything I'm doing to be on track to make work optional by 45. If you are looking for a show that is talking about money and cultura, you have come to the right show. Hello, Amber. Welcome to the Say Hola Well podcast. How are you doing? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. How are you? Amazing. I am doing amazing. Very happy to have you here. So I appreciate you making time to chat with us, myself in the audience about your journey as a first-gen wealth builder. And I want to share that you are one of my past clients and I'm just eager to hear so many things from you. But before we get there, I'd like to open the floor for you to share who you are, your expertise, and anything that you're working on right now that you're just so excited about. Of course. Thank you so much for asking that. So I'm Reginald Lopez. I am the co-founder of Mythical Lab. We're a digital advocacy and marketing firm focused on social justice. And so I do a lot of digital strategy work, creative content and things like that. And yeah, I'm just, I'm super excited to be here. It was amazing to be your client and it's just taught me so much about wealth and finances. And so excited to chat. I love that. And we're going to dive into all of that. But like I said at the beginning of our time together today is I want this conversation to really be about you. So I'm going to come back to why did you decide to become an advocate for marketing, especially for underrepresented communities? Yeah, absolutely. So it was a lot of things, even just the way I grew up having an immigrant mother and then growing up between I grew up between Vermont and Mexico. And so I experienced living in a very rural place, but also a very urban city. And just through that dealt with a lot of financial difficulties and just really saw how hurtful the system can be in the US, especially for immigrants and especially people without a lot of money. Um, And so that really just first off, inspired a lot of the work that I did and even having to build out of those systemic structures, right? Learning how to not only make enough money to pay the bills, but start making enough money to actually be able to think about bigger things than that for myself and my family. 
And so first off, my career really was just, okay, what can I do? What are my skills and where can I apply that? And for me, I've always been a creative and I've always really loved kind of strategy. And so I started learning about event management and graphic design. And from there, I started doing freelance and work. And then eventually I started my first agency doing creative direction and content creation, mostly in LA. And then a few years after that, I was like, okay, this is great. I like the work that I'm doing, but I want to apply it to working with nonprofits in the social justice space. And so that's when Netta Collab came along. And I love that. Like, I love talking about money. I love talking about wealth. And I think that there is such a huge gap for underrepresented communities, underrepresented groups, especially because of what you just said, right? There is always money is very political, as we all know. And so someone needs to talk and advocate for the people that quote unquote don't have a voice. And one of my best moments when you and I were working together was really just seeing your passion for serving others, which in my opinion, is also relates to how we should be building wealth because we want to build to help other people, other communities. And so let's talk about how did you grow up? Because you just said you grew up between two cities, two cultures. What was it like for you growing up in terms of like your financial stability? Yeah, it was really difficult. So my first few years, I was in Vermont and Mexico while my parents were still together and we'd go back and forth a lot. It was just really hard because my dad is American, my mom is Mexican, and basically he brought my mother to the US and he guess there was a lot of power dynamic there. And so he didn't really want her to learn how to work or how to manage her finances. And so it just built a really hard system just in our home alone, where my mother wasn't able to learn about how to manage her finances or even make money in this country. And then eventually she was able to divorce him. And then she was still learning a new language, then learning a new system, which is how to work in the US, how to find jobs. And so then she had to really hustle and train herself and do a lot of different jobs from housekeeping to eventually she became a massage therapist. And now actually, luckily, she's able to work with us and has other jobs. So that's been really exciting. But yeah, I just grew up very unstable. Oftentimes after my parents were divorced, we were just, it was very much like finances day to day, right? So how do we have money to pay for our food today? How do we have money to pay for the bills that need to go out today or maybe two months ago? And a lot of instability just in our home and having a stable house. And so, yeah, that really still drives me a lot today. So much of my inspiration has come from seeing that hustle that she had to do during that time, but also in just knowing that I don't want us to ever be in that place again. And so making sure that I'm building as much stability as I can for myself and for my family. And I love how you are now empowering your mother to earn her own money with the skills that she already has. As you mentioned, she's part of your company's team. Like how amazing is that you're just able to provide this opportunity for her and for other members of your team, of course, but also having them just the benefit of working with your mom, which I think is one of the coolest things that I've learned from you. I was just like, what what does this mean? And I love that. Tell us like, how did you find me first of all? Because I want people to know like, how did you find me and how and why did you decide to work with me? Yeah, absolutely. Clearly, just based off of how I was raised and the issues we had with money. I just I've had so many issues just with getting the kind of just like general knowledge. I think a lot of people are able to grow up with having families that already know how to manage finances, even really simple things, right? Saving how to save money. Those were things that I just didn't grow up having. And so there was just a point a few years ago where I was like, okay, I need to get on top of this. I finally have a little bit more of stable income. And so I need to learn how to really manage my finances and start thinking more towards the future since I just was never able to do that before. And so I was like, okay, I think 
And actually my therapist told me, because I was in therapy, I was talking a lot about money and just like instability and stress that I had around insecurities. And she was like, this is great. I'm happy to listen, but I think you need to to get somebody to talk to about money. And I was like, okay, you're right. (laughs) And so I did research and I found you. I really wanted to find another Latina that I could talk to just to be able to have somebody that might understand more of kind of some of the experiences that I had. And then also just like everything from the financial level to the personal level, I just felt like that was really important to me. And so I just did research. I think I found you on Instagram and that's how I ended up just first applying to chat with you for a little bit and then obviously ended up wanting to work with you. But yeah, I feel like even in our work together, just the fact that you are another Latina and you're really focused on building up our community and kind of the idea of competition not being important here, right? We're here to support each other. That really inspires me. And I think just working with you taught me so much of many things that I didn't know or hadn't even thought about and opening up my mindset. Hey, you know, I'm chismosa. So (laughs) let's dive in. Can you mention for anyone that is like listening, like what are some of the things that you were able to learn from me? Yeah, definitely. That's a lot of things. But I think one of them is just really thinking about money and how you're investing in yourself and feeling comfortable doing that. I think definitely for me, I had a lot of guilt when I was spending items on having nicer things or even just things like paying to go to more expensive workout classes or going to the spa and things like that. I just felt a lot of guilt around spending around things that like that kind of feel a little optional. And so I think you were really helpful in in helping me frame my mindset around those things are going to help build myself up. And I should be focused on thinking about how I'm managing the money I do have and also building my income streams instead of worrying so much about the little expenses like that. So that was something that was really helpful. And then I also think just in general, kind of alongside that, just the reminder that so many of us have been through so much with money and it's been a very traumatic experience along the way. And so just being soft with ourselves, right? And feeling comfortable knowing that we deserve to be able to spend that type of money on ourselves as well. So that was really helpful. Um, And then also just a lot of the basics of managing finances and wealth. There was a lot I didn't know even just about saving for retirement and things like that. And you really helped me to think about how I'm structuring my money overall. Thank you for sharing that. And I love that you touch on the importance of prioritizing our well-being, right? Like you mentioned, like going through therapy, like I myself, I still go to therapy. Therapy is like a non-negotiable for me. And the reason why is because as we learn to invest in how to create multiple income streams, we tend to shift from this identity of I'm in survival into now everything has to be for the future. And it's no, we as first-gen Latinas or immigrants, we have to find the balance of we have the ability to do it all. We can invest for the future, but it's okay for us to go to the workout class that we like. It's okay for us to still go die now. It's okay for us to do all of these things that perhaps our parents didn't have the privilege of doing, which it does come with guilt because we're like, here I am in this fancy restaurant or here I am prioritizing my health when my parents didn't have the privilege, but they really paved the way for us to enjoy these and pay it forward. And through the work that you do, you're already doing that with other communities. And I just want to say that, yes, part of building wealth is you need to take a huge emphasis on your well-being because at the end of the day, your biggest asset is always going to be you. The money will come that you can create money, but now it's more of, I want all of you guys that work with me to just feel the wealth of, yes, like it's for me, but also it's okay for me to put myself first, which I know in our community is like a, what, (laughs) what do you mean? 
busy mujer, if you are ready to embrace well building as a first-gen professional through stock market investing or online business, I would love to support you with that through my private coaching. It is the most intimate way for us to work together. You will be fully supported with weekly calls, worksheets, and everything you need to create the money systems, the mindset, and of course, the vision that you need to create a legacy. This is what past clients have said about working with me. One of my clients said, best investment ever. You exceeded my expectations from the first call and until the end. Another client said, before working with Lucy, I was paralyzed in making decisions about my finances. After working with Lucy, I have learned that money can be simple and fun. Another client that I help with private business coaching said, Lucy is a badass Latina who helps you with limiting beliefs, money mindset, operating a business, and of course, learn about stock market investing. So if you are ready to work with a coach who understand what it's like to want more, I would like to invite you to apply to work with me using the link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the show. Since we work together, what are some of the biggest investments that you made in terms of it can be your health or also your income streams? Like, what are you doing now? Because Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I made a really exciting investment earlier this year. Me and my brother and my sister were able to invest in buying a, an apartment for our abuelitos in Mexico City. And so that was just huge of just being able to do that for our family and also doing it in a financially smart way where eventually it will be an investment for us as well. And so that was really exciting and a really big move. So I would say that's one of the biggest things is just knowing that our abuelitos will be able to spend the rest of their lives hopefully really comfortable and happy in the space that we were able to help them get. And then other than that, I've really been thinking about, as you said, like additional income streams, even just there's a lot of projects that I've wanted to do myself, even just learning programs, investing in trainings and things like that, that I think before I was having a hard time getting past the fact that I would have to pay a certain amount of money for them and even dedicate more time outside of it when I already have such a busy job that takes a toll as well. And so I've just been really prioritizing knowing that it's okay to dedicate my time and my money to all of those things and that in the long run, they're going to help me in all of my financial goals. I love that. Yes, because the learning doesn't stop, right? Like the more we earn, the more we can help, not just like our abuelitos in your case, but also we can help ourselves, which at the end of the day, it translates into us having more money to share with our community, with our family, with ourselves, of course. So thank you for sharing that. Now, people think that if you are building wealth, you are going to give up some of the things that you love, such mm -hmm. as traveling or dining out, things like that. Have you experienced any of that or are you like able to just balance a little bit of traveling? Tell us, maybe share with us if you're comfortable, like how do you spend your time? Yeah. So I definitely still have a lot of fun. I've been trying to, like you mentioned, just feel really comfortable with doing that too. I think with traveling, especially I love traveling. 
I would say I have a harder time taking time off. So oftentimes when I'm traveling, I'm still working and trying to get a lot of things done. And so that's still something that's a work in progress. But yeah, I, I guess I spend my time kind of a mix between traveling. I'm really active. I like doing a lot of different things from hiking to earlier this week, I went to a boxing class. I've been going to pole dancing classes, a lot of different things. Just try to stay active. And then just my family and my friends take up a lot of my time too. And then everything else really is work. I do work a lot for my business. It's something I love. I'm so passionate about the work that we do. We have amazing partners, an amazing team. And so I'm not upset about spending most of my days doing that. And then just, yeah, over the past, I guess since this year started, I've been really also trying to dedicate more time towards, like I said, there's a fellowship I'm a part of this year. I'm been joining other programs and trainings and just making sure I'm being really good about setting buckets of times for those things too, so that I can do more of that. But yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I definitely, and I'm in doing this, I've been trying to be just good about separating money and knowing this month, this much is going to investment, this much is going to savings. This amount is here to help my family in case of anything. That's been a really big like security bucket for me is knowing I have separate money uh, dedicated to just helping when I have to. And then other that, than that, just being really comfortable saying I get to spend money on my travels and the things that I want to do on the day-to-day as well. I love that. I love that so much for you. I'm just like, I'm drooling as she's talking, (laughs) just drooling. I'm like, oh my God, this is so amazing. So throughout the conversation that we've been having, you mentioned like helping your loved ones, right? Which a lot of people will say, I cannot build wealth because I'm responsible for my parents. What would you say to that person, the listener that is thinking about Lucy and Amber are building wealth because they have X amount of dollars, but I help my family. Or I can't build well because I'm financially responsible for my abuelitos, my parents. What would you say to that mujer listening right now? Yeah, first off, I understand it's been a struggle for me too. I think I'm sure a lot of us feel similarly, but it's like right now it's been like, okay, my abuelitos retirement and then I have to think about my moms and then it's let alone like even getting to thinking about myself. But I've just been trying to be really good about seeing all of those as different buckets. And I think Lucy, you helped me with a lot of this, right? Of thinking like, okay, I need to be good about separating money for those different things instead of thinking like all of my savings right now has to go to this one important thing. I'm thinking like, even if it's small amounts, like this amount is going to help my abuelitos every month, this amount is going for the future of the rest of my family that I need to worry about. And then this amount has to go towards me and I have to be able to prioritize that alongside everything else. And personally, part of the reason I'm so dedicated to my work is because I know that I'm able to help my family in a different way than we've ever had before or than I ever experienced having. And so I do want to still do that. It's definitely not cutting that out. It's just making sure that I'm also prioritizing myself. I love that. And I love the bucket system. And I love thinking about you just say, even if it's a small amount that you allocate every month, like that is more than enough. And I do want to just congratulate you on you saying, yes, I'm helping my loved ones, but I am a big priority. In fact, I am the biggest priority because in our community, there is such a biggest stigma around money, but there's also a bigger stigma on women having to always become last, which that's one of the things that we're also breaking cycles on. So thank you. Thank you for that. What would you say to anybody who's thinking about working with me, but they're like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I think first off, just do it. I think... I loved working with you because it was so comprehensive for somebody that's been through the type of things that we've been with, been dealing with financial struggles. And so everything from thinking about the mindset, which I think for me was like, I had to get past the mindset struggles I was having before I was able to really think about the technical aspects of managing my money. And I think especially for someone who's experienced the type of things we've been talking about, just working with Lucy would be so helpful to work on mindset, but also really get into the technical nitty gritty of a lot of the financial things that we were never taught investing and retirement and things like that. 
Thank you. Now, let's bring it back to you now, because I do believe so much in the work that you do. And I, and every time I look at your Instagram or your company's website, I'm always just thinking of, wow, I'm not going to cry. Hold on. Let me say, I'm not going to cry. No. <laughs> I cry. And then I will cry. <laughs> like, I might cry. Okay, I might cry because I'm already crying. But like, I look at you. Right. Like I look at your journey and where you have been in terms of, as you mentioned, the struggles of growing up. Now you becoming a co-founder. Now you creating this generational change with communities. And so I feel like when I look at that, I'm like, oh my God, like I had the privilege of working with such a badass mujer who is changing the trajectory of communities, disrupting like the systemic norm. And I just I'm just like, wow, who am I to work with this badass Latina? And so tell us about how can people find you and how can people work with you? If they were interested in collaborating with Neta Collab, of course, use your talent to just continue to disrupt the way things have been for us. And of course, keep decolonizing wealth. What are some of the ways that people can work with you and where can they find you? Yeah, first off, thank you. I'm so honored. I'm like, also trying not to cry now. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. So I think first off, just you can find me on Instagram. It's just I'm sure you'll put it. So it's a little easier for the spelling issues. But I, I think so much of my priority right now is just being comfortable having conversations about money and helping other people to also think about how they're growing outside of some of the things that have maybe held them down. And so please feel free to just reach out if you want to chat about anything. Um, and then my business Netta Collab is at Netta, N-E-T-A, Collab on Instagram and all other social platforms as well. And if you're a nonprofit or working in the social justice space, we'd love to chat with you about working together. I love that. And I'm not going to let you go without asking you, like, what is your definition of wealth? And what does it mean for you to disrupt the way we think about money? Yeah, so I think first off, just my definition of wealth is just having more than just security. I think so much of my life was spent on just thinking about security and stability, paying the bills, the bare minimum. And so I think as I've been starting to see of wealth instead of just like finances as money, it's just been having not only more than that, but the ability to actually grow aside from that too, and to be able to use my money to grow even more. And then to be able to do the same thing for my family and my community of just, okay, if we have this now, and then my siblings are also able to build wealth? What does it look like for us to then build wealth together? And then from here, show other generations how to do that since we weren't taught how to do that. So I think that's really the first thing is just like being comfortable sharing about wealth and what it looks like to build it. And so many of us never got to see that. And now I just I love talking about money. I know too, because I felt like our experiences, like I just really related to you and hearing from your story too really inspired me. And so I think just being able to have conversations like this with other Latinas that we know that we're here to uplift each other. We're not in competition with each other. We want to support each other in our businesses. And even just the past few years, seeing how much you've grown has been amazing. And that's honestly why I do what I do. It's just seeing other people grow and getting to, to learn from other people that are really doing the work on the ground, like a lot of the nonprofits that we work with as well. I love that. So thank you for giving me the privilege to be your coach. And I know that our relationship is not, it's not like ending. It, it won't end. We continue to be in conversations, but it has been an honor to just be part of your journey and also watch your grow. And I want to say the abuelitos, like the pictures and the stories. I just love that so much. I'm like, keep sharing it. And thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. What if I told you there is a way to get paid for the skills, knowledge, and the expertise you already have? 
introducing Hefas and Wealth, a private offer for the beginner and aspiring coach who wants to build a business where they can make money while pursuing financial freedom and of course create more impact in our community. There are million ways to make a million and you might be sitting on the best idea that you can monetize. If you are ready to learn more, make sure you check the link in the show notes. On the Say Hola Well podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes and it does not constitute legal, accounting, tax, or other legal advice. Listeners should not act upon the content information without seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professionals. We assume no responsibility for the information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liabilities with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracy, omissions, misleading, or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated content constitute an explicit understanding of acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.